Wednesday, March 9th. My name is Cecil Peters and I will be your host for today's show. Thanks to DJ who covered for me yesterday as I was dealing with getting my furnace fixed. It's back up and running so we're all warmed up and hoping to stay hot with some NHL picks here today. As usual, please remember to toss the show a like and subscribe and leave a comment if you are watching on YouTube with your favorite of the two games to bet on tonight. As mentioned, only the two games tonight, not the greatest slate in the world, but there are a few angles to make money on. And then after that, I will go over some of the playoff races in the East and the West and a couple of my favorite Stanley Cup bets. Moving on to the games here. First one of the night, we have the Washington Capitals at the Edmonton Oilers. As of recording this, I do not know which goalie is starting for the Capitals. And that's gonna have a big impact on this bet for me as Vedic Banachek has been pretty good lately. And Ilya Samsonov, after a great start to the season, has been quite brutal. Second half of a back-to-back -back for Washington, so I assume whoever starts the night before in Calgary will get the night off and the other goalie will start. I am recording this before that Washington-Calgary game. It is the late game on the night, so I'm not 100% sure yet who is starting. My assumption is that Banachek goes against Calgary and Samsonov goes against the Oilers, but I'm not 100% sure on that. Washington has gotten a big boost lately. They've got some returns from injury. TJ Oshie's been back for a little bit now. Anthony Mantha just returned. He's playing on the second line with Oshie and Backstrom. This allows the top line of Tom Wilson, Evgeny Kuznetsov, and Alex Ovechkin to be reunited. Wilson coming off a big game in that line. Overall, those two lines didn't play amazing against Seattle, but they did win 5-2, kind of cruised to an easy victory, so it's hard to be too critical with that. Power play kind of got back on track. They got Ovechkin in his normal spot, John Carlson feeding him bucks. Just with everybody healthy, it keeps the first unit good. Second unit is a lot stronger with Mantha back in the lineup. So two good options for the Capitals to roll out on the power play, which will be good in this game because Edmonton has a bottom 10 penalty kill in the league, in addition to their goaltending just not being very good. Oilers themselves are kind of dealing with some injuries right now, the most important being Ryan Nugent Hopkins as their third line center. He really allowed them to kind of play a lot of Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl, knowing that they have Nugent Hopkins on the third line. Without him, the depth is super shaky beyond those two. On defense, they're missing Tyson Berry. Evan Bouchard missed last game. I'm not sure if he is back or not for this one. Regardless, the team's not very deep to begin with, so as soon as you get a couple injuries on the Oilers' side, it doesn't look good. They just lost 3-1 to one to Calgary in a game that they never even really seemed to threaten to score. The one goal they did get came off of a lucky bounce off of the referee's skate and went to the Oilers play right in front. He was able to score. Other than that, they never really generated offense. They had a few power plays. They only got a couple shots. They never really seemed to get set up. Gave up a couple breakaways to Calgary shorthanded as well. So they just didn't really have a good all-around game. Dreisaitl doesn't look very good right now. He kind of looks disinterested unless there's a scoring chance. Even when he is getting chances to score, he's not bearing it right now. On the power play, he is managing to get a few pucks on net, but that's about it. There's just no hustle in this game. He looked pretty lazy on the back check. He looks lazy with the puck. He looks lazy on his way to change. So he's a hot and cold player when he's hot. He's one of the best in the league, but when he's cold, he is not great. Probably going to heat up again at some point, but right now is definitely not that time. Kind of crazy to think that at the start of the year, McDavid and Drysall, even 10, 15, 20 games in the season, there was talk about these guys being on pace for 200 points. It just doesn't look like that right now. 
McDavid had a couple nice jumps against the Calgary defense last night, but wasn't able to get anything past Jacob Markstrom. So in this game, like I said, the odds are plus 110 for Washington, minus 130 for the Oilers. I do think that probably changes depending on how Calgary plays the night before, depending on who they start in net, or sorry, depending on how Washington plays in Calgary the night before, depending on who they start in net here, and also depending on who Edmonton goes to in net. As Mike Smith has been brutal, Miko Koskinen has been decent when he starts, but he's lost his last couple as well. If Vidic Vanacek does get the start, I will bet on the Capitals at plus money. If Ilya Samsonov is in net, probably the only bet in play for me would be the over. A couple goal scoring props I like. Tom Wilson, he's back up on that first line where he usually plays. Hasn't done much of it this season just with all the line mixing and matching they've had to do with the injuries. He's back on the first line. He had a really strong game last time out. I like for him to keep that going. And on the Edmonton side, probably the only guy I really trust going to is Connor McDavid. He's obviously always tough to bet a goal prop on because his odds are so off, but McDavid's really the only guy I trust there. So as of right now, probably betting on the Capitals at plus 110. Even if Sam Slump gets the start and that number goes to plus 130 or plus 140, I'll consider it, but I'm not sure if we get there. So Tom Wilson to score, Connor McDavid to score, Capitals to win. The only other game on the night is in Vancouver. The Montreal Canadiens are plus 165. That's their opening line anyways. At the Vancouver Canucks, they're minus 205. I really don't like this game at all. As much as Vancouver and their fans will maybe try to pretend that it has playoff implications, it really doesn't. The Canucks are toast. There are too many teams around them that are all better than them. We will get into that a little bit later as I go over the Western Conference playoff race. It's just too little too late with the coaching change, and any time that Thatcher Demko doesn't have a ceiling performance, it seems like the Vancouver Canucks lose. Tonight should be similar with one little caveat. Kind of the same situation on the Montreal side of things with their goaltending. It's just not dependent on which goalie starts. It's just dependent on how they play. Montenblow, I don't even know how to pronounce his name. Too many letters for me. We got him, or else we got Andrew Hammond in net. Sometimes they let in seven, sometimes they stop everything, sometimes they let in two. There seems to be no happy medium. It's either seven goals against or a solid performance in a win. I hate betting on games when it kind of depends on a boom and bust for a goalie like that. Maybe if Montreal was closer to plus 200, it would be more enticing. But the basis of my bets for this game will entirely just be on the offenses. In particular, the Montreal offense. Their top line has been awesome lately. Cole Caulfield, Nick Suzuki, and Josh Anderson playing great. Suzuki has 10 points over his last five games, and his line mates each have six in that span. Those are guys that I'm going to for shot props as well. Caulfield shooting a ton. But the one guy that I'm actually even more interested in is Brendan Gallagher. 17 shots in his past five games makes him a great shot prop target for me. And he finally buried a goal last game. He's a streaky scorer. I expect him to keep that up. He's actually, in terms of individual expected goals, he's leading the halves by a long shot over that last five-game period over 3.5 expected goals for Gallagher despite only scoring once. He's due to keep putting them in the back of the net. He's from Vancouver. He always seems to play well against the Canucks. So everything to me points to Brendan Gallagher having a great game. Lots of shots, a couple goals for Brendan Gallagher. Vancouver side of this game, Elias Pettersson between Connor Garland and Nils Hoglander on the second line is kind of the only interest I have in the Canucks. Like I said, if the Montreal goaltending is brutal, everybody will score. Everybody's going to have a ton of opportunities here. But if you got to pick, it's this line for me. Pedersen's playing really well. He's been put back with Hoglander and Garland, a line that was together for moments earlier in the season. Now that they're back together, Garland's got back to shooting a bunch more. If you can 
find a 2.5 shot prop for him, that would be a great option. He's my shots on goal target for this game. And then Pedersen, Hoglander, or Garland to score are all bets I'm interested in. Hoglander will have the longest odds, but the one I'm most interested in is Connor Garland. But as far as actually betting on the game, it's a little too goalie dependent for me, so I am going to sit out that. Even the over-under, that's also obviously heavily goalie dependent, so sitting that out as well, just betting on Gallagher to score, Gallagher shots, Garland shots. Now as far as NHL futures go, since we have a little bit of extra time with this being such a short slate, there are a few teams that kind of just stand above the rest as Stanley Cup favorites right now. Colorado rightfully leads the way at 4-1. to one. Impossible to bet, but it's hard to argue that that's the correct number. Lightning and Panthers are also at single digits. Crazy thing on the eastern side is that all eight playoff spots appear to be all but locked up, as they have been for the last few weeks. Carolina, the Rangers, Pittsburgh, and Washington. Tampa Bay, Florida, Toronto, and Boston. Those are the eight teams. Seems highly unlikely that one of them will fall out. And of those teams, I think you can easily write off the Capitals. And I personally think you can write off the Rangers as well. I am scared of Igor Shesterkin and Net. He could lead them all the way to the Cup Finals. He's that good. But other than that, I don't think they're a super strong, deep enough playoff team. And then I do think that Carolina also can't compete with the depth of some of these teams here. The more and more I watch them play and look at their roster, I just don't think they quite have enough. They're leaning a little too heavily on their goaltending right now, and I don't like the depth on defense, despite their exceptional regular season record. Florida's goaltending lately has me a little worried, but it seems like that's kind of coming around. They appear to be built perfectly for the playoffs. They're deep, they're big, they're fast, they hit hard, they can play physical, they can play finesse, they can play a skill game. Any way that you want to play, the Florida Panthers can play, as long as they can get either Spencer Knight or Sergei Bobrovsky back on track making some saves, they will put up a challenge to any team in the East. Beating Tampa and Andre Vasilevsky will be the biggest challenge. That's just a matchup that any team that wants to win the Eastern Conference is going to probably have to go through at some point. So that's going to be the keys, beating Vasilevsky, Kucherov, Point, Hedman, all those guys on the Tampa Bay Lightning. But the whole East is extremely tough. Toronto, similar boat as the Panthers with their recent goaltending, but they have the best player in the conference in Austin Matthews, so you got to count that for something with their depth on defense. I don't love their chances to make it to the finals. Pittsburgh's probably the team that I think has the best path. Probably going to get Washington or New York in the first round, likely Carolina in the second round, just the way that their division will likely end up. Those are two beatable matchups I think that they'll have. Just like any other team, the real threat for them will come when they have to play the guys in the Atlantic Division, whether it's Florida, whether it's Tampa. That's going to be the tough matchup, but I think that Pittsburgh is the team that could probably have the best chance to upset the Tampa Bay Lightning. And in the West, it's Colorado at the top by a long shot, and then a bunch of teams fighting for spots. Calgary has a really nice hold on the Pacific Division at the moment, but I'm sure Vegas is going to go on a run soon. Jack Eichel's playing well, Pacioretty's back. Alex Petrangelo and Shea Theodore on the back end, second line play nice. So the Vegas Golden Knights, they should be a team that will get hot and start playing really well. They've had a really tough schedule thus far. They have a pretty easy, easy schedule the rest of the way. So as much as it looks like Calgary is in control of that division, the Vegas Golden Knights are definitely going to come knocking on the door. So Colorado, Calgary safely, and I think Vegas, you can say, is solidly in. And even LA, I think the way that they're playing, they should hold on to their spot in the Pacific Division as well. St. Louis should be able to pull away in the central right behind Colorado, but they've just been so inconsistent. Behind them, we have Dallas and Minnesota. Minnesota seemed like they were locked into that second spot in the central division a while ago, but they've gone on a losing streak. Their goaltending's been brutal. And Dallas, 
who was actually way behind them coming out of the All-Star break, has gone on a nice little winning run, spurred by the goaltending of Jake Ottinger. So they are looking like they might jump into second place in that division. Dallas, Nashville, kind of the teams that are currently in the wildcard spot. I expect at least one of them to pass Minnesota unless they turn it around. So it sounds crazy to say, but really the teams that are fighting for that final playoff spot, Minnesota, Dallas, Nashville, Edmonton, and Anaheim. Anaheim, I think you can write off. They've had a great start, but they just don't quite have what it takes in the deep west. And the Oilers, it seems crazy after their hot start that they are out of the playoff spot right now, but they're currently not in one. And all these teams that are ahead of them are better hockey teams. So Edmonton's really going to need to lean on McDavid and Dreisaitl to get them there. I don't know if it happens. As far as making the Stanley Cup Finals, Colorado is obviously the favorite. I could see Dallas giving them a run. Dallas matches up quite nice against Colorado. They've beaten them already this year. Their goaltending is probably better than Colorado's. But Nathan McKinnon's going to be on a mission in the playoffs, so that's going to be tough. Calgary and Vegas should meet up in the Pacific Division. That'll be a tough series either way. Vegas has a little bit more talent on the back end. Calgary's lack of a true number one defenseman scares me. And on both sides, I don't love the goaltending deep in the playoffs. I think both of those guys have the potential to get a little bit fatigued. But I do think that one of those two teams comes out and then whoever beats Colorado or whoever Colorado has to beat will lead to a likely Stanley Cup final matchup of the Colorado Avalanche, the Vegas Golden Knights, or the Calgary Flames against, in my opinion, Pittsburgh or Tampa. So if I had to bet on a winner right now, numbers-wise, it would probably be Dallas just because they're 40-1. to Colorado should beat them, but at 4-1 to to win the Stanley Cup, I just can't get behind that. So I love the 40-1 to on Dallas. I love the 16-1 to on Pittsburgh. But in all reality, it seems like we're headed for the Colorado Avalanche against probably whoever comes out of the Tampa Bay-Florida matchup in the East. As usual, thank you so much for watching. We're going to have Jake take you through the Thursday slate, and then I will actually be back on Friday. DJ covered for me yesterday, so I will cover for him on Friday. So we will see you guys then. Thank you.